0: Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports programs in the area. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will. This is the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. Are you in good hands? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, and, and thanks for listening to the Youth Sports Show. So if you listen to some of the stuff that I that I do, you know that I'm really comfortable with football and basketball and baseball and getting comfortable with a couple other sports. Come outside the box on this one. We're talking figure skating today, and i I got to be honest. I had to do a lot of research on it because I don't know a whole lot about it. And let me tell you how this show came about. Very good friend of mine, Christy Malio. It's now Christy Deputy, but at that time it was Christy Malio. Um, was We were doing a walk that I got involved with with her, and um, it was an MS walk out in Waukesha. And we were walking and talking, and I was talking to a really nice lady who's Nikki and her kids, and I said, are you guys sports kids? And they laughed. And they go, yeah, we're a big sports family. I've got a son that plays about three or four different sports. I've got a daughter that plays sports. And I said, Olivia, what do you do? And she said, I'm a figure skater. And I said, really? Let's talk about that. And she was very open to talk about it. And I said, I should have you on the radio. And she's like, oh, for sure. I'll come on the radio and talk. Well, today's the day. And she's not nearly as excited today as she was back then. Olivia, how are you today? Good. Good. Thanks for coming in. How old are you?
3: I'm 10.
0: You're 10. How long have you been a figure skater?
3: Since I was like five.
0: Really? Your favorite sport? Yeah. Do you spend a lot of time? Because what I didn't realize until we were talking is how much time and effort you put into to being a figure skater. Did you know when you were five and six that you really liked it and you wanted to keep doing this? No. You didn't. Mm-hmm. When did you? When did it become like, boy, I really like this now?
3: I was like seven.
0: Okay, do you have a lot of friends that are figure skaters as well? No. It's just kind of you. Yeah. Uh, um. Nobody else. Where do you go to school?
3: Saint Matthias.
0: Saint Matthias. Yeah. My like my daughter used to teach there a couple of years ago, and now she's at Milwaukee Lutheran. So no, no other kids in your class figure skate? No. Um. Is it? And and we're gonna get to your coaches here in a minute. Maybe this is a better uh, question for them. Let me introduce these. Uh, Women as well. Uh, Michelle Goodnetter and Lily Miller. Lily, it's nice to see you.
4: Thank you. You too. You
0: bet. Michelle, it's nice to meet you. You too. Hey, Michelle, um, is figure skating, other than couple figure skating, is it specifically and totally an individual sport?
2: No, it is not. You could be doing pairs. You could be doing ice dancing or synchronized skating.
0: Hey, can I get your background a little bit? And I read a little bit on you. You, This is big. You're, you're big in this world, you and Lily. So talk a little bit about your background. Um, Golden International Ice Dance, Junior Free Dance, experience with ballet for over 20 years. You've coached all levels of ice dance, uh, moves in the field. I don't know what that is. And I'm going to ask you about that in a minute. Um, but you coach from, from basic to, to really high level, correct? I do. And how long have you been doing this?
2: About 20 years.
0: And and before that, where did you grow up and how did you get involved in it?
2: I grew up in Wauwatosa. I was a ballet dancer when I was young. And many years ago when my parents got sick, I needed something for myself. Sure. My husband introduced me into skating and he wanted me to be a hockey player. It obviously did not end up that way. So I started taking classes at the Pettit. And taking classes at the Pettit, it became... Kind of like a hobby, and then it became an obsession, and then I started teaching.
0: So let me get this straight because I think this is maybe different, and we're going to find out uh, Lily's background. But I think it's different. Where you didn't? How old were you the first time you put skates on? Um, I, mean, you I was to not give, five. You were <laughs> not five. Thank you, and and you should never ask a woman. The Look, it's early in the morning. I apologize for that. That's okay. But uh, different than Olivia, who started at five. That you didn't, no, I didn't, and you fell in love with it really quickly. I did. How was it harder for? Well, you don't know because you didn't start when you were younger. I just wonder if if it's harder when when you're a little bit older. than... I, Olivia at five probably had absolutely no fear, and at ten has very little fear. If I started doing this at my age, there's there's a fear there.
2: There is a fear, and you just you you think, because you think, well, if I fall, and then I do this, then I'm going to miss work. But it becomes, for me, it was a release. It was something to do to for an hour a day, not to think about life.
0: Right. And your parents are are okay. They they're not okay. They're
2: they they have since been passed. But it passed. was something that helped me get through the tough times when they were sick and in the hospitals and stuff.
0: So th- that hour a day for you, and I don't want to, I don't need to turn this into a Dr. Phil show. But <laughs> but that hour for you was was just a way to get away. It was. And, and just spend an hour on the ice yep. doing thing, something that you love. It was. Well, that good for you? Lily, let's talk a little bit about your background and, and, and where you grew up and how you started skating.
4: Um, So I grew up around here.
0: Okay. Um, where did like, you go to high school?
4: I actually did online okay. each eve. Sure. In Waukesha. Um, yeah. But yeah, I started when I was four and my parents kind of just threw me into learn to skate classes just to learn how to skate. At the Pettit? At the Pettit. And then I just fell in love with it. So and been they, doing it
0: ever since. Yep. Did you have... And and I guess with Olivia, she goes to St. Matthias, and, and it's not like all of her... Look, a lot of kids will play basketball because their buddies or their girlfriends are playing basketball. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of kids will play soccer for the same reason, especially at that age. But at the age of four or five, I guess that's just a different group of friends that you meet then?
4: Yeah, I mean, that's like grade school. So then you just kind of go in your own path in a way sure and I I knew what I wanted to do so that helped
0: what was the dream for you
4: um well when I was little just like every other little girl you want to be an Olympian right right and then it kind of just as I got older and I knew the difficulty of skating I wanted to coach and be more like realistic in a way where my path was going
0: hey um Look, I've been a basketball coach. I just retired, 36 years. So I understand for me as a coach what I'm trying to pass along to these high school student-athletes. You know, a love for a sport that I just have a huge love for, the, 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 the commitment part of it, the work habit part of it, the work as a team, all of that. And, and I'm wondering, um, Michelle, your, your talk to these kids when you're coaching them on an individual basis or as a group, probably similar to the things that I say to these kids, right?
2: It is. And it isn't just about the sport itself. It's about its life lessons and making them have fun. And there's just so many other things that are involved in the sport. You know, you want them to enjoy coming. Maybe they aren't going to be the next Olympian and next Michelle Kwan, but that doesn't mean that they can't have a great experience and learn and do well. And, you know, you want them to enjoy it.
0: Is Michelle Kwan still the face of this? I think so. Kind of, right? Yes. I mean, I look again. I'm outside that bubble, but she is for me. I mean, she's the one for me that put this on the front page of the, uh, the newspapers and front page of the um, of the magazines, and she was the face of that uh, of the Olympics there for a while. And it, it seems to me, and, and Lily, I'm going to ask you this: that every four years has got to be a big spike for you guys. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you like it that if it just continued? But for three years, I don't know if people talk about your sport nearly as much as they do that fourth year.
4: Yeah, they don't. Um, the Olympic year is the main year where people talk about figure skating more and more and who's going to win and the upcoming. Just seeing who's going to do all the quads and triples. And-
0: do, do you watch um, more intently with the singles or the, the, the partners?
4: Um, I would say the singles just because that's my field of expertise. Have
0: you ever tried to, to do the, the partner one?
4: Um, I've tried ice dancing. I've done that. Okay. And that's, it's very fun.
0: So it's not called partner dance, right? It's What is it?
4: Well, there's two different partner dancing. There's pairs, which does pairs, the jumps and the big throw lifts I and then, really
0: wish I would have said pairs just <laughs> if this if we were recording this I'd say let's stop and redo this whole thing but it's live so I have no I have no shot other than to say look I just I didn't know enough to say the pairs
4: it's all good and then there's the ice dancing part which is more on the ground more like theatrical in a way
0: right Olivia are you um have you tried pairs or are you a, you're gonna just do singles
3: Um, I'm an ice dancer too.
0: You are. What do you like, what do you enjoy more, do you think?
3: Um, probably singles. Yeah? Yeah. Is
0: ice dancing where you guys, is it like synchronized? Do you know, do you have a routine that you're going to do?
2: Yeah. It's it's basically, it's ballroom on ice.
0: Okay, thank you for that. That I get. So it's
2: getting used to, you know, standing up and having better poise. It's like introducing ballet it isn't just figure skating. You need to have other, other sports and/or training to help you become that better figure skater.
0: So they don't have disco on ice, right? Because that that was big when I was.
2: No. But Lily, maybe he what are he you laughing at, skate?
0: Lily? What are you? I know what you're <laughs> thinking. Wow, I've never he's, heard really, of that. he's really old, is what you were thinking. He never heard of that. Well, look, at, you started. Maybe guys my age will start coming out with their leisure suits and their skates on, and we'll start dancing to play that funky music white boy kind of stuff (laughs) there you go well at least you know the song lily don't be making fun of me because of my age hey your credentials and we didn't go through that Mm -hmm. lily regional competitor in singles Mm -hmm. uh sectional competitor in singles triple gold medalist
4: yes um so i've taken all my tests in moves in the field free skate and ice dance and so that makes qualifies me as a triple gold medalist
0: good for you congratulations with that um do When you talk and you coach somebody who's Olivia's age, Mm -hmm. do do you understand the peaks and valleys? The life gets in the way. I want to go to Six Flags instead of coming to practice. I want to go to my friend's house because she's having a sleepover. Mm -hmm. I want to. Or the mom calls and says she didn't get her homework done today, so she's not coming in, which I... We'll have that conversation with Olivia's mom because I believe in that kind of stuff. Like, this is not her right to be a figure skater. It's a privilege, and Mm -hmm. she earns that privilege. Um, When you're talking to kids this age, do you have those conversations with them?
4: Um, I haven't had too many, but um, just from a personal background, it kind of just depends on what path you want to go because there are people who are, extremely serious and they will get whatever is done was whatever is needed to be get done right to skate and then there are the some that um well i want to go to this party or i want to go to six flags so it's it's different what they want and then you help them with their career right what they want
0: and and uh, michelle talk to me about the 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 kids on that side of it the kids that say, "Look, I just really enjoy doing this and I'm fairly good at it, but it's not my I, I don't have aspirations to go to the Olympics. I just want to do this because I enjoy it." That's a different mindset, correct?
2: It is a different mindset and I feel US figure skating has done a really good job of making two different paths for you. So, for example, we don't have to get technical into the different names of things but the track that Lily went was you know I want to go to sectionals and to regionals and to etc and you want to go up then there's also something that where Olivia is at right now you know depending on where we decide she's still young but it's um it's it's more of a It's more of like kind of just like an easier going. Let's have fun. Yeah, so let's have fun. Let's go. We can still compete. We have learned to skate competitions, and it's for the lower level so they can enjoy it. You know, everybody gets a trophy. Everybody is, I mean, they still have to place. Sure. But it's a little bit lower key and a little bit less stressful.
0: Olivia, I have a, um, a niece who's now a, she is a newscaster in Tampa, Florida, and she grew up in Tarpon Springs, Florida, and they had an ice rink, and she- Figure, she was a figure skater, and she did it all through high school. Then she went to Missouri and kind of got away from it. And she had a new story at that ice rink, and she got a chance to put the skates on again. And she said, I have forgotten how much I love doing this. And she got right back to it, and she said, look, for as many years as I took off, I, w- I did pretty good that first time, and sh- now she's gone back a couple of times just on her own, on her own time, and during free skate to be able to put those skates on. And she thanked my brother and her mom for the amount of time that they that they put in for her to be to fall in love with the sport. And then now she's thinking about going back and coaching and stuff. So all this stuff that you are doing, I, when you get older, you're going to go, man. I, I loved it, and I'm still good at it, so that's really cool. We're going to get to a break. Don't be laughing at me. You know, you guys that listen to me each and every week, we're talking figure skating. The Pettit Center is where, if you want more information on all the programs they do, and it's just not this. There's a lot of really cool things. And I was on their website for quite a while uh, today, But I know Randy Dean and I know the people over there. What a great job and the, the commitment they have. But Pettit, thepettit.com thepedit.com Go there. There's a number of ways to get your kids involved in this. Free skate, free. I mean, there, mm-hmm. if, you, if you don't know if your child is going to have any interest in this, it's not like you're going to have to throw out $1,000 to find out, which is really cool. thepedit.com We'll continue our conversation on the other side of the break. This is the Youth Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking figure skating. We've got two coaches in uh studio, along with uh, Olivia, who is 10, and her mom, Nikki, who we're going to talk to here in a minute. But during the break, we're, I was talking to Michelle Goodnetter and Lily Miller. And you guys, it's just not the Pettit Center that you guys uh, coach at. It's That's a great facility for this, but there's other ice rinks that you guys work for, Correct. Correct. Yeah. Can you name a few of them?
2: Sure. I Nagawaki, which is up in Delafield, and uh, Arrowhead Mullet Ice Center, also in Heartland.
0: And so, how how is it? Um, do they contract with you to then coach some of their 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 things, or how does that work?
2: Usually, they they want to hire coaches. I they hired me specifically to bring in other coaches and run their learn to skate programs.
0: Okay. So you're kind of the. You oversee the whole program?
2: Oversee the whole program and help with the marketing aspect of it, which is what my college degree is in. So trying to get, you know, what we talked about before, trying to get people into figure skating and get people in the rink and learning how to skate.
0: Who do you talk who do you have to talk to for that? Like who when when you're doing your marketing, that's what I do for a living too. I'm a sales guy here for, for KISS and Mex in and the sports station and, and we do digital for a lot of companies. And so my question is a sales guy, and I'll take my radio hat off. Who are you? Who are you marketing to? Is it the moms?
2: Well, you're marketing to the parents, and normally you want to market somewhere between, I'd say, probably like twenty five to forty year old. You want to get those parents because they have the young kids. Correct. You want to get them when they're younger. The younger they are, you know, the longer they're in the sport, the more the time that they have to try to accomplish something. Well,
0: you and I are going to talk during the next break because I've I, I want to tell you a couple of things that that I do. Look at me. I'm putting two hats on radio and sales. That's at okay. The same I'll take time. any tidbits. Yeah, you bet. And let's talk if we can, um, Nikki. Uh, it's good to see you again. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I missed you at the wedding.
1: I know. Yeah. Feel bad I couldn't be there.
0: That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. It was a great wedding. Yeah. Did you see the video?
1: I did. It was beautiful.
0: Yeah. I did okay, right? You did amazing. Thanks. I appreciate that. That's the only wedding I've ever officiated, and um, you know what? Two of my favorite people in the world. And it truly is a love story with those two, and it was easy to do because of that. Um, let's talk a little bit about the—I want to kind of go through what we had talked about that day. And, and you understand the importance of having your kids busy in really good things. And we we are like twins with this because that's what I believe, too. I think, you know, if you allow your kids just to stay home and play video games all the time, you're asking for problems. I'm one who says, you know what— take care of your business in the classroom and at home, and then you get the privilege to play or to go skate or to do this. Your son's very involved in sports. Olivia, obviously, as well. Where do you find the time, first of all? And none of this is cheap, totally. There's, there's some expenses. So you have to be fully on board that this is important.
1: I am. Um, I think it's really important the kids are kept busy so they don't get in trouble. Right. And... Uh, you know, we're busy from Monday to Sunday. Sure. I mean, we really are. We have something every day of the week. And it is important so they're not sitting on their iPads. And there is downtime, but getting them involved in something gives them the time management they need. Right. It gives them the accomplishment. It gives them the failure.
0: Yeah. That Which made. is really important.
1: Um, so just the whole well-roundedness, and I truly believe that Getting kids involved in a lot of activities will just keep them well-rounded and keep them out of trouble.
0: And look, I, I don't need to say where or any of that, but you're a police officer. I am. And so you understand. You see things that, that maybe some of us don't see and don't want to see. Um, but the understanding of making sure that these kids are taking care of this and understand the importance of life lessons learned through sport. When you talk failure, very few parents talk about that. They, they You know what? Little Johnny, oh, you did a great job. Well, little Johnny didn't do a great job. You know, I'm sorry. And as a coach sometimes, and as a parent sometimes, you have to be able to say, little Johnny just didn't really do very well today. Is it him? Is it us? Is it? Well, let, Let's figure out the reason. Is it that he no longer wants to be involved in this? Well, you know what? That can change in two weeks, so we're going to keep you involved type thing. I'll tell you a quick story. My son, I'm a basketball coach, he he uh, did not have a very good experience playing grade school basketball, and at the end of it, he said, "I'm done. I'm not playing. I want to continue to play volleyball. I'm done playing basketball." Where he was going to Calvary Baptist in Menominee Falls, sixty-seven kids in the whole school, and I knew that he was going to play high school basketball, but I gave him a, about two and a half months off. Never brought it up, and then came home from work and said, "Get your uh, get your, your your basketball shoes. Get your bag. We're going to get to the wine. And get some shots up." And he goes, no, I, I told you, I quit. I'm not. I'm never playing basketball again. And I said, understand, get your shoes, get your bag, and get in the car. Well, he sat in the back seat, and he wouldn't even. uh, He was just not happy. Matthew was not. And we got to the Y, and it took him ten minutes to 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 get his sneakers on. And I'm very patient. And then we started getting some shots up, and he was walking between drills for about five minutes. And it's and what I wanted to do was explode on him, but I didn't. And then he started going, he got a sweat going, and then really got after it. And walking back to the car, he hit me on the backside. He said, thanks, Dad. I needed that. I said, yep, now we're good, right? He goes, yep, we're ready to go. So he just needed a break. Lily, I'm going to ask you, when you deal with parents, I know what basketball parents are like. Right. Oof. Sometimes it's a little <laughs> bit much. Are there parents like that in figure skating?
4: Yes, they are. Look
0: <laughs> yeah. at Michelle. Michelle can't. Yeah. she's like a bobblehead over there. Her head's going up and down so they're fast. They're probably
1: looking at me.
0: Yeah, they Well, well, you <laughs> during the next break, I'm going to ask you to leave, and I'm going to find out. Um, and I'm going to ask both of you guys. So y- y- there are issues with parents in this sport as well.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't had any parents, but I've seen parents go be like, we call them like helicopter moms. Oh, yeah. Where they're always over their child. And sometimes at the rink, they would be actually on the boards, yelling at their kids, telling them what to do. And it's like, well, you're paying us to tell them, to instruct them. Why are you paying us when you're going off doing your own thing?
0: Right. I agree with that. Michelle, same question.
4: Yes, 100%.
2: There's there's parents out there that you're paying us to teach your kid a specialty sport, let us do our job, but they want to try to get in there. Oh, well you need to do this. And then they're they make it more miserable I feel for the kids than letting the kids just enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I, I do too. And and I think that that if parents are overbearing and look I don't want I don't want the parent telling little Johnny that everything he does is good either, but I want someplace in the middle. You know what? Support him or her. You know what? Appreciate that they're out there giving all this time, and as a coach, look if if you want to know why little Johnny's not playing, come to a practice, and 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 i and you can see for yourself. I, I've done that. I've coached a long time, so I would have those conversations early on with the parents, saying, "Look, if if you don't feel like I'm doing my job, then come to a couple practices, and if you're willing to spend the time at that practice, then we'll have the conversation. How do you deal with 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 parents like that?
2: Very carefully.
0: <laughs> Have to, it's right? It's hard.
2: It's, you know, there's all different types of parents. There's parents that, you know, think that their child maybe is better than they are, which isn't fair to the child. Right. Thinks that maybe, well, their parent, the kid should work harder. Why aren't they working harder? Why aren't they practicing harder? Sometimes maybe that's, you know, and, and everybody develops at a different rate. And that's hard too. It's like, well, there's five kids in the class. How come those three moved up and mine didn't? Well, again, it, it's not an age thing. It's, Kids will develop when they develop and when they're ready. Right. I've had kids, like you talked about your son. I had a kid that had to take a break. And she was just she was more interested in reading Harry Potter than she was doing skating. Okay. She took about six months off. She came back. She's now working towards, she's one test away from getting her gold medal. Wow. So she just needed that mental break. She needed break. that break. And, you know, so it's just, it's giving the kids the space. And, you know, I agree. Be there to support them, win or lose pass or not pass, and just be supportive and be there as a parent.
0: Hey, Nikki, the other story that I want you to hear with with this young, and I have two kids, Katie, who's texting me because my grandson Keegan's in a basketball tournament in uh, Beaver Dam, letting me know how he's doing. And then my son Matthew, they just had their first have four grandsons. But he was telling me that um, we did AAU basketball, we did all of that stuff, and he was on a business trip um, in Indiana, I believe. And the woman said, look, we have to cut this short because I have to get my son to AU basketball. And he goes, really? You know, I play. And the woman said, you know what that is? And, she, and he was like, yeah, I played all through. And so on coming back to the airport, he called me and he said, hey, look, I got to tell you something. I want to thank you for all the time that you took with me in basketball because I thought that's what everybody did. Because that's just what we did. We traveled to different states and we'd stayed in hotels and we played basketball. But I realized as I got older that what you did and what I learned from it was this isn't usual. It's unusual what you did and thank you for that because I learned a lot of life lessons on how to work as a thinking as a point guard. And so right now they may complain these little ones that they gotta go to practice <laughs> and they gotta get their homework done. But trust me when I tell you, that what you're doing is right, and there's going to be a day that she and he are going to go. I didn't know. Thank you very much for that. Um, with Olivia, you she understands that she has to. This is a privilege for her to do this, correct?
1: I think most days.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: there are. De- no, there's definitely days um, that we struggle as as mom and daughter. Right. Like we butt heads, and there are days where she would love to. I mean, she loves to be at the rink. She does other activities where I have to force her. Right. Like she plays piano, and she's like, oh, my God, please, let me quit piano. And I'm like, no. You know what? People that quit piano always regret it. Always. So you're not quitting. Yeah. Is <laughs> she a good piano player? She is a good – she started when she was four. She's a good piano player. Yeah. So I won't let her quit. She wishes that um, she could. But skating is a little different because she just purely loves it. So when I –
0: When it's time for her to go, she's she standing at the door with her skates in her bag, and she's ready? She
1: is. She's telling me, come on, Mom, we got to yeah. go. I can't be late. I can't be late. So when she doesn't uh, misbehaves or doesn't have a room clean or doesn't do the things that as parents we expect our kids to do, yes. have her homework done, and then she wants to go free skate, it's it's like, wait a minute, do you have your room clean? Did you finish your homework? Did you do piano? Because if you didn't do all those things, you're not going. Right. And she gets them done. I mean, and th- I think that's that's the difference because... She wants to do it, right? Um, I don't have to push her to do things when she has that desire.
0: You know what? A, what a great carrot that is, Matthew. It was basketball for 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 us. He knew he had to take care of his business and be a good kid and be nice to his mom, be nice to my wife. Right? Um, clean. You know, he didn't do a great job cleaning his room, but but um, school wise, take care of your business and then you get to to do this. And I think that's a really good way to do. Can I hold you over for one more? Yep. You're okay. We're going to continue our conversation. Again, this is maybe more of a Dr. Phil show than I than I'd hoped. But I want to talk – we're going to have to get in the weeds a little bit because I want to talk a little bit about expenses. I want to talk about um, other rinks that that people get to go to and at what age you think these kids should start. And then I want to talk – are there boys that are getting involved or are they just going to play hockey? And we're going to do that. We'll talk to Michelle Goodnetter and Lily Miller, two coaches – um, that Olivia has, and uh, Olivia's mom is here as well. Um, Nikki Sa- uh, Saftig. 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 Man, I wrote it down. I'm bad with the last names. I know, you asked Nikki Saftig. I know, and I wrote it down. Look how big it is on my sheet. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Um, I think Christy might be listening, so hopefully, hopefully. she is. Yeah, she said, you're going to talk about figure skating for an hour? Oh, you're a good man. I said, yes, <laughs> I am. This is the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the U Sports Show on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan we are brought to you by Allstate Insurance. I want to thank the Allstate Insurance agents that just got involved in our toy drive. To benefit Children's Hospital, December 2nd through the 6th at the Blaines Farm and Fleet in Oak Creek. And these guys who partner with me on this show, I can't do shows like this without you guys. And the fact that you've all jumped in to be part of this toy drive, I really appreciate it. Um, that quite a bit. We're talking figure skating. Uh, Two coaches, Michelle Goodnetter and Lily Miller in studio, along with uh, Nikki Saftig, along with her uh, daughter, Olivia. She's 10 years old, and she is a figure skater. We're going to get to her. uh, We're going to ask her back uh, that last segment because I've got a few more questions for her. Part of the U Sports Show, and I'll tell you real quick how it started. I used to do the Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine Show during this time frame, and. They changed marketing people and they needed to take six months off. And I had I had for years had people saying, you talk all high school sports, why don't you talk about youth sports? I said, I don't know a lot about youth sports. And they would start calling me. I'd get calls like this. The Franklin Youth Football Program has all the kids, all the money, and they keep winning all the time, and they have all the volunteers. How do they do it? I go, why are you calling me? Call them. Well, we can't do that because we don't do that. We just figure it out on our own. So during the show... And it's not the most comfortable, I don't think, but I, we have to get in the weeds a little bit to talk a little bit about the costs and what the commitment is for the parents and the kids, things like that. So let me start with you, Michelle. When, when To start out in figure skating, and we talked about this during the break, you guys, it's not very expensive to get to know if the kids fall in love with the sport or not. But as they progress, the, the money, it's a fairly expensive sport.
2: It's a very expensive sport. I mean, it's like any other sport. You can start out just try some rental skates and use a bike helmet and you're fine. Now you now they're hooked. Now you want to start to spend at least like maybe a hundred dollars on some halfway decent skates, depending sure. on their level. Well, by the time you're done, your average skate can be anywhere from five hundred to twelve hundred dollars.
0: Oh my. Okay.
2: And that's just the skate. Now right. you need tights, you need clothing to skate in. Well you I wouldn't need t-
0: I wouldn't need tights, but <laughs> Well,
2: you know, it's yeah, never yeah. too late to start.
0: If I gotta wear tights, I'm not starting. I'll okay, tell you well that. they have I'll skating tell- pants Wait, for men. You quit laughing at it. You, you I know what you're thinking. I can see it. Um you'd look good in tights. You, oh yeah. No, <laughs> you can come the, on out and we'd be happy to teach you to thought. skate. Well, I you know what? I um, skated a lot when I was a kid. Um at Lake Park. They had an outdoor rink, and we used to. And I haven't been on skates in years. And I may take you up on that. I, I really may. I, I that would be kind of fun to my wife and I to go out and see if we could just stay up and not fall right away. But as they progress and the more competitive they are, and the farther that their dreams is, it can get quite expensive. As you had said, the travel part is expensive. The ice time is the most expensive, right?
2: Well. Yes and no, because depending on how higher up you go, you got the skates. You're a girl. You need a dress. If you have two programs, you need two dresses. That means putting – those are expensive. You usually get them custom made. Then you want to you know, bedazzle them, as people say, but you're going to put Swarovski crystals on them. You're going to do it up. Now you need your hair done. You need your makeup done. I can wow. keep going. Yeah, no, that's – no, I'm
0: getting the <laughs> – no, I'm getting the – I'm kind of happy that I have four grandsons That all. I'm not sure any of them would get in it. Figure skating. I don't know because they haven't skated, so th- we're going to take you up on that as well because these three boys. I'd like them to learn how to skate. Um, I really would, Lily. When 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 there are tournaments or there are events, they're not tournaments, right?
4: Other competitions. Competition. competition mm-hmm.
0: Thank you. Um, in the all in this area, different rinks. But then there are there are regional ones yep. and then nationals. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did, did did you skate in regionals? Yes. Did yeah. you get to nationals?
4: I have not gone to nationals. I've it's uh, regionals, sectionals, then nationals. So I've only gone to sectionals, but they're mainly in like the Midwest area where I would compete. Okay. I have gone to other states like around the nation yeah. for synchro, but uh, are you
0: still skating competitively?
4: Um, I just finished last year, but I am training to be like a professional skater.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. and so that would be in ice shows like that. Yes. Yeah, I was always impressed with, because at the radio stations, we get tickets for a lot of things. Oh. And a lot of them are, some of them are ice shows mm-hmm. where, you know, whether it's, you know, you name it, Disney on ice type stuff. Yes. And it's amazing <laughs> how good skaters, the not only because they're out there skating like that, but they have outfits or uniforms or mascot type things on. Right. And to be able to do that is is really impressive. That's what you'd like to do.
4: Yes. Yeah, I'm auditioning for a number of productions right now. So, you are. Yes. Where do you go for that? Um, there's like a website, or you go to their website and you kind of just find out the casting directors, and they have like a list of um, criteria that they would like to see: different tricks, different sk- skating skills.
0: What What are you? If someone were to say, what are you best at when when it comes to like tricks or things like that? What What do you have a go to?
4: Um. I would probably say my spins. Spins yeah, are I'm, good. I'm a pretty good spinner.
0: You don't get dizzy and fall down like some of us would. No. no,
4: you get used to it. You got to practice a lot.
0: I bet, Nikki. What do you um do? You and Olivia have conversations about what her goal is with all this. Is it just to continue to compete and have fun?
1: Uh, no, I think like Lily mentioned earlier, every little girl's dream is the Olympics. Sure. Um, she has said. Yeah, I'm going to go to the Olympics, Mom. And I said, I don't know if my pocketbook can handle the Olympics. Right. Um, because it is. It is expensive. But
0: if she were to make it, you could get she'd pay some of that back, I'm sure, because there is some money to be made if she were to get that far.
1: Well, it's I mean, it's a lot of time, dedication, um, you know, the best of the best. It, right. It's hard to compete with the best of the best. <laughs>
0: so you hear the horror stories about gymnastics, you know, parents in, in that arena— where their kids go away at the age of 12 or 13 or 14. Um, is that kind of stuff available in, in figure skating as well? It is. It, yeah.
2: is. it is very available, Depending, particularly if you're in pairs or an ice dance, when you have to try to get the couples together because they're going to usually be from separate areas. So that is, I mean, that is highly possible.
0: Hey, I had asked Lily early on during the Olympics what she likes to watch more. I didn't ask you that. Do you like watching the pairs? Do you like watching individuals? Do you like watching the men, the women? Is I dance. I dance? Yeah. Uh, hands down, do you even think about that nope. one? Are you able to just watch and enjoy it, or are you critiquing?
2: A little bit of both.
0: <laughs> do you feel like the judging is fair for the most part, or did sometimes you question that? Look, as a basketball coach, I question the coaching, I question the referees, I question, I, I just, I'm a mess to watch a game with. You, it's no fun for anybody because I'm stopping it and going back and watching off the ball and doing that. I'm wondering if you're able to, to j- just enjoy the...
2: Well, sometimes I feel, most of the time it is pretty fair, but there are times where you kind of question, it's still very, it's subjective, it's still personal, it's individual opinion. Yes, you scored, you know, they made this jump, this spin, this element, but then it's the interpretation of the music. So now you've got a whole, that's a subjective thing. What I might like, you might not like.
0: Right. Have you taken skaters that you've coached to competitions? Yes. How nervous do you get?
2: Sometimes I get more nervous than I think the kids get, and I try not to let them see that.
0: That's hard, though.
2: It is hard because you're really hoping that they do their best, and you don't want to see them make a mistake or fall because it's hard when they come back and they're crying and you're trying to encourage them that they can go back out and do this again.
0: Lily, have you done that as a coach?
4: Um, I've had a couple skaters do some competitions, yeah.
0: So, And and you know what it's like to be that skater in the competition. Mm -hmm. More nerve-wracking for you as a competitor or as a coach?
4: I think they're two different, completely different things, because as a coach, you want them to do their best and you've seen them in practice. And like, I know you can do that. Why aren't you doing it now? Right. And then as a competitor, it's like, I know I can do this. Why isn't it showing up? So it, it's a little bit of both. But like on the coaching side, you can't do anything about it. The skater is out there doing what they can do their best, but you can't control it.
0: You were a swimmer, correct? I was so. Um, did you don't you didn't come into this knowing anything other than how to train as an athlete, with the dedication it takes to be a good athlete. Um, how much have you learned about this this game that Olivia's in?
1: Well, we had this conversation earlier about yep. I wish she was interested in swimming. I mean, both my kids do swim and they're good swimmers, but she just doesn't have that drive. Right. So um, when she said that she was interested in figure skating, it was. Oh my goodness! Can't you pick something that I know? Right. Um, it's been a learning experience for me, um, down to the cost.
0: Sure. Yeah. You bet.
1: <laughs> um, from when she started to um, the the costuming, and the hair, and the skates. I mean, you, you. It is, you know. And when we talk about the subjective scoring, you know, I've sat in or I've sat at her competitions, and I know. Co- Um, Michelle and I have had this conversation about how did that girl score above Olivia? Now I'm mom, I'm biased, right? Yeah. Um, but you know, she fell or she did this. So the subjectivity of the scoring, right. You know, is it's not like crossing a finish line and you won because you got the fastest time. Right. Easy. And that is, that was different for me because swimming, right. I mean, it's, Speed, right? Yeah. You, you touch the touchpad and you're the winner.
0: Right. Or you take second and you know how, how much you came behind. Right. Yeah. I th- That's hard. Basketball, you, you, who scores the most points? It's pretty basic. Yeah. Now, there are some calls along the way that you could say, hold on a second. What are you thinking on that one? But this one is, is tough because I, look, You're when I'm watching the Olympics and there is figure skating and I'm watching it, I I don't see the mistakes. Same with gymnastics, unless there's an obvious mistake. But then they'll say, well, when they slow it down and the announcer says, well, they're going to lose points because of this. And I'm like, I didn't see that. And then they slow it down. You go, oh, yeah, there there you go. I think it's really it's a difficult thing, I think, as a coach and and, and as a competitor. If you think you've done your best and the people that are judging you go, no, I don't think that was very good. That makes it very difficult. We're going to get you a break. Bring Olivia back. Nikki, thank you for this. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm going to put you back on the couch. Sorry. I really appreciate you bringing her in, though. This is really interesting stuff for me. This is the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, welcome back to the U Sports Show, brought to you by Allstate Insurance. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan, Mike McGivern alongside Michelle Goodnutter and Lily Miller. They are two uh, coaches to Olivia, and we've brought Olivia back. Uh, she's 10 years old, been skating since she was five. Olivia, I, I asked you if you've got friends at St. Matthias that, that are figure skaters. You said no, but then I said, but do they like to go and just skate? And you said, yeah. Um, how fun is that for you to and and do you help some of your friends to to learn how to skate, or do you just go and go spin, do spins? And...
3: Um, I help them but a little like, of
0: both, right? Yeah, because you you know what? You, and I don't think it's showing off because you're really good at, at. You've been doing this a long time. You've put a lot of what we call as coaches sweat equity into this. So you've put a lot of time and effort into being a good skater. Is your brother a good skater? No,
3: not at all. He, yeah, and
0: you show off before him though, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, if he took you on the basketball floor, then he would <laughs> he would whoop you on the basketball floor. Um, w- during the break, your mom said, "Look, the last three birthdays we've had at the Pettit Center because you want to skate. Um, if this does not, if you, if this dream of yours to get the Olympics does not work out, you would talk to, to your mom, and you guys talked about this. You think coaching w- would be pretty good, right? Yeah. Um, and and I think it's because you've had good coaches." And, and you like them, are they tough on you sometimes? Yeah. Which one? Who's, who's the toughest coach you have?
3: Lily. <laughs> she,
0: li, 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 oh, really? Li, little Lily, the nicest person <laughs> in this entire room except for Sam. It's, she's the one that's the toughest. Um, Lily, let's a, a, ask you about your coaching philosophy. Uh-huh. Um, and you're you're young. You're 20 mm-hmm. years old. Where did that, where did whatever your philosophy is, where did that come from? Did it come from your coaches, your parents?
4: Um, I think it's a mix of both because um, I've always been taught that if you work hard, you'll get results and just pretty much like I want it. So right. I'm going to work for it.
0: Um, a lot of pressure from your parents to do this?
4: No, not at all. It no, was really? more It was more me. Yeah. I, I was the one at like four or five in the morning being like, Mom, wake up.
0: Gotta <laughs> Let's go. go. Gotta go. Um, can we talk about the other rinks that are in the area? And we just mentioned them a little bit, Michelle, but you live in Oconomowoc. For people in Oconomowoc, what's the closest rink?
2: That would be the Mullet Ice Center at Arrowhead. That's oh. about 10 minutes away. And then Nagawaki and Delafield, that's about 15 minutes away.
0: And do you, do you see that they're going to be – do you feel like there will be more rinks coming?
2: It would be really nice if there was. I and mean, we're trying to grow that area right now and trying to grow the Learn to Skate's Negawaki is working really hard with Waukesha County and trying to get skaters in. I mean, whether they go to hockey or to figure skating or to speed skating, we just want to get skaters in and involved in the sport and show them that the opportunity is there, and there's more than one rink to go and accomplish this at.
0: So my co-host in the next show, my high school football uh, show, is the athletic director at Muskego, and he's coming, and hopefully he gets here on time. His daughter, who is six, I believe, is a hockey player. And she, they live in Oconomowoc, and she, he's in a tournament in Cedarburg or Mequon, and so he's like, hey, I'll get over there. But he's never coached hockey before. But they asked if he would coach this team, and he did his research. And the six-year-old little girl, do you get many girls or boys that go from figure skating to hockey or hockey to figure skating? Is there do they do that? Different, different skate, obviously.
2: Well, it's a different skate, but still an edge is an edge
0: come closer thank you and
2: edges an edge you know a Crossover is a crossover everything is still the same regardless of what kind of skate you have on
0: um lily did you mm-hmm. ever play hockey no, no no oh you have any you have any interest no no are you sure
2: yeah
0: because i can get you on a hockey team <laughs> i hey there is a um, we had somebody on faith in the zone another show that i do where we talk about our faith and she was a hockey player uh grew up in minnesota And she said, look, in my town, that's what you did. You played hockey. And she played boys hockey all the way through high school, went to a women's uh, uh, team in college, decided it wasn't for her, and then went to the juniors in Canada and joined a a men's team and got traded three times the first year and said, I don't want to do this. But her dad made her a goalkeeper and made her a goalkeeper because she was a little bit smaller than, than her brothers and said, you know what, you want to play, you get in the net and play. Well, she fell in love with it, and I asked her if she ever um, tried figure skating. She said no, because it wasn't really available to us here in the small town that I grew up in. And and they didn't even sell figure skating. They said, you're going to be a hockey player, and that's the end of it. And if you don't want to be a hockey player, then get off the ice type stuff. So it's good to know that there are some kids that cross over. What age, um, if I can ask um, Michelle, what's the best age for kids to start skating in um, in your opinion?
2: I'd say somewhere between four and five, depends on the skater.
0: But in that age is when to get them on the ice. How hard is it to get them to stand to to be able to stay up at that age?
2: Not too hard.
0: No, do do you do you?
2: You help them. You you know you guide them. You give them you know small some kids you know like I said before they're going to develop faster than others or it's going to take a little bit longer. It's about their determination, their fear. Right. If they're too afraid and they're really reluctant, say keep them off the ice for six months. Bring them back again. I think yeah. everybody should learn how to swim and skate.
0: Yeah, I I believe the swimming part. I I should know. I should agree on the skating part. I I haven't yet, but I I may do that. Um, Lily, same question for you as far as do you think you think that too between four and five is is when you should get them on the ice for the first time?
4: Yeah, I think four and five because I mean they are less fearful. I mean you do have a couple that are pretty fearful. But right. Yeah.
0: And what gear do do they wear? Gloves? Do they wear a helmet? What What do, what do yeah. they wear?
4: Gloves, helmet, snow pants, especially because I they fall a lot, so your right. butt's going to get wet.
0: Sure. Yeah. And 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 you don't want them to get hurt, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um Do you have at that age? Is there individual lessons? Um, if people say, "Look, we we tried the open part, we tried that, you know, they they like it. Now I want to be uh, have individual lessons for my four or five year old.
2: Sure, why not?
0: Yeah, you guys offer that. Yes. Yep. Olivia, are you going to practice after this? No. You're not? Are you going to get on the ice this weekend? Yeah. When?
3: Probably tomorrow.
0: Tomorrow? Yeah. So in the morning or in the afternoon or what? And how long are you on for 30 minutes or is it longer than that tomorrow?
3: Um, I usually have a lesson okay. with them okay. for like 30 minutes and then like for public scale stay for like two hours. Oh,
0: really? So they'll, um, where are you guys, different ices, obviously, but there are space for lessons on one end and then pu- public skating on the other? Most no, It'll of the time? all
2: be figure skating and just on one ice.
0: Oh, it is? Yeah. So, hey, look, if you want to know more information, go go to some of these rinks because they have great websites. I know the one, the com. Do you want to give any websites out?
2: Uh, it would be com. Okay. And I can give you details on that. And Waukesha County ice rinks. Then they have Ebel and they have Nagawaki.
0: There you go. Guys, thank you. Olivia, thank you. This wasn't so bad, right? No. You did a really good job. Thank you for that. Uh, Michelle, it's nice to meet you. Lily, it's nice to meet you. you. Keep up the good work. I love it when there's somebody who's 10 who says, if I don't get to the Olympics, I want to be a coach. It means you guys are doing really good work. So thank you for that. Thank this you. is the U Sports Show brought to you by Allstate Insurance on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.